it's Lisa Lampanelli from the Losers with a Dream podcast. And this week, oh my God, we discuss the concept of manifesting. Now, before you throw up, let me tell you, we're not all big believers in manifesting, nor are we all complete disbelievers in manifesting. Uh, do you think about things and say, if you see it, you can be it? Yeah. We don't. But you know what? You never know. By the end of this episode, we may be convinced otherwise. So listen, learn, love, live, laugh, Lisa, Losers with a Dream. Hey, you all know what time it is. It's Lisa Lampanelli, and it's time for the Losers with a Dream featuring me and, yeah, two other guys, Nick and Bo. I mean, nobody cares. I mean, I'm the star. Are you kidding me? They'd be nothing without me. Losers with a dream. You're listening, so who's the actual loser? Now sit back and enjoy Losers with the Dream. Or don't enjoy it. Or don't even sit down. Shut up, burn calories. Hello, welcome to the Losers with the Dream podcast. We are losers. And boy, <laughs> we have some big dreams. <laughs> First and foremost. No, my dream uh, is, okay, oh I guess I'm, um, my dream is that Lou will put his headphones on and listen to this show because we had a big fucking fight about it last week and don't make me go off again. I want it's him to listen. It's almost over, folks. He, it's almost over. Wait, people don't understand. Lou is a professional engineer. Seriously. <laughs> seriously. And I like when we have our professionals in the room with us helping with the show because they are valuable. We don't tell them what to do. They tell us what to do. So if ever we sound janky, Lou is going to say, cut, motherfuckers. Is that true? Yeah. He's going to yep. say, cut, motherfuckers. Gonna say We're not going to take it personally. No, we won't. We're not going to get insulted. I mean, I may hit him. He, no, Can he we... will not because he's our friend <laughs> and now we're partners. Can we throw things at him? No, you cannot. Okay. I'm going to give a shameless plug to Royal Fox Studios where all your hopes and dreams come true. <laughs> Okay, I thought that was nice of it me. Nice. Okay, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I hate that I am viewed as vaguely insincere. <laughs> I'm not being insincere. I came in with a great attitude today, did, yeah. other than the rest of the day, which was shit. <laughs> so let's just start over. Go ahead, Mr. But Nicholas. Before we get into that, <laughs> go to iTunes, leave us a five star review, five follow stars. us on Spotify, YouTube. You can follow us on TikTok at losers. With a dream, you could follow myself at Nick Scopes on Instagram. You could follow her at Lisa Lampanelli. Blue check mark. And then you have this guy. At Bo, Bo McDowell Comedy. McDowell yep. Comedy. Thank you. He is my ship, my rock. <laughs> Your rock of Gibraltar. He is. Oh, my God. You guys are so cute <laughs> together. Uh, oh, my God. Friendly. Yeah, you guys, you guys, we did have a meeting yesterday. I said, stop yeah. being so mean to each other. And sure. then I said, quit playing games with my heart <laughs> who is that is that the backstreet back boys, boys yes. they are my fire my one desire what the fuck is going on i was so into them when i was younger they're so good that's the, why were you into them on the down low though because oh, yeah, you felt yeah, yeah. weird around who, your guy Lance? friends no. oh <laughs> i thought you said did you oh, listen he's gay? see this that's is insane. why okay i want you to shut up for, i would just shut up for one minute <laughs> this is why i need headphones because i couldn't hear what you said because i'm 60 fucking years old and all i heard was down low and I'm like oh Lance Bass because <laughs> by the way he was on the down low he for a was. while now him and his lovely partner adopted 
adopted twins. Did you know that? That's nice. I, you know, it's so cute. And I'm like, they got white twins? How? <laughs> they you got know, white babies? Well, it's really hard to get white yeah, twins because I, people yeah. are fucking racist. I will take some black twins. They're I will cuter. take some. Eight, they really are. I yeah. don't mean to sound racist again. Whitey, but fuckwhitey.com. Let's buy fuckwhitey.com. Lucy, if it's available, please. Way cuter. What's weird about domain names, though, is once I did say over the air once, years ago, I said, I need to buy gashaintfunny.com. By the time I got off the air, someone, someone had bought it, it for me. Wasn't yes. that, that's and so that nice. was the best Christmas my daddy ever gave me? Oh, wait. Shameless plug. We got this week our freaking shows, dude. This live week. Shows. Live shows. This is it. Live podcast. bang. December 9th, New Brunswick, New Jersey Stress Factory. Yes. Brunswick. Yeah. Oh, boy. That's what they used to call it. Cool, man. Hey, you know what you call yourself? Him and his hip hop right, vernacular. <laughs> Real cool. And Sunday, December 12th at the Stress Factory in our hometown of Bridgeport, Connecticut. Okay, that is not my hometown, uh, yeah. but it's our home it's state, it's Connecticut. Our home state. It's our hometown. What's great is like, I think <laughs> half the audience is going to be like Bo's friends from his secret meetings. Yeah. Right. The other one third is going to be my sister and all her Yenta friends right. who won't even get it, but they're that in support. My sister will get it, but the rest they of those Yentas won't. They want to get it. They'll be like, "What do you? why didn't you do the stand up? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, fuck you, cunt. I was oh. really looking forward to the racial jokes. And you're like, no. Yeah, I just tell some racist humor with the colored paper. Yeah. I mean, honestly, this is what these people still say. It's so yeah. stupid. Uh, and the other third will be Nick's girls who used to bang. Yeah. They'll be 27, 28. We'll have clam row. <laughs> Wow. That was desperate. Clam Road. Well, you had to throw in desperate. He had to throw in desperate. I didn't say desperate. No, No, you did. That was mean. They're trying to get you back. Why else would they be coming to the show? They see you. They're trying to get on the ground floor or something. Of what? Of what exactly? We're going going (laughs) to stars. They are. You know, they're shooting for the stars and I'll hit the earth real fucking hard. Shooting for the stars and shooting smack. Okay. (laughs) But do go see us. Uh, Get tickets to stressfactory.com. We are very excited because I want to see what it's like because you hear about all these cool podcasts going on the road. I want to see if we like it or we kill each other. Yeah. The other day when I told you what time we had to leave Connecticut for Jersey to do sound check and stuff, you both looked like you were like, well, Bo looked like he was going to kill himself because he He's like, can I take a shit on the way? You know, it's like, I know he's thinking, like, is the bathroom going to be accessible? I got to go sit a while. And it, by yeah. the way, I'm going to just say to both of you, I don't mean to bring this down, but if either of you fart in that fucking car, I'm going to be mad. That's I will belch. I will sing. If you fart in the car, you all get punished by all we're listening to all the whole drive for two and a half hours is Taylor Swift's out oh, too no. well. I'm going to make you all cry, so keep your fucking farts in. That's why Bo and I wear long pea coats so we can just we can, yeah, keep, it keep in. them in. Never works. I've done it on planes, man. <laughs> the seatmate still gets pissed off. Trust me. But then I, this is what you do how to cover a fart. You know how. Yeah. You just look around at everybody else and go, Jesus Christ, yeah. man. I mean, Isn't you got to blame it. Animals. Yeah. Animal. Or if there's and, a baby on the plane, you're like, no, the, the best is no blaming it on, no, not to be fat shaming but a big fat guy yeah, I was gonna say that big fat guy in a wheelchair <laughs> come on who's gonna suspect me come on yeah there's this woman next to me on my uh, flight home a few weeks ago and she pulled out like like leftover burger king next to me 
and ate it. And I was like, almost as bad as like, hey, you got egg salad or tuna? <laughs> oh, somebody you always brings somebody always brings broccoli or Brussels sprouts on a plane. Oh. And Who needs you, vegetables that bad? Some idiot who's all like, oh, I don't eat meat. Eat meat. Yeah, Cows were born for our consumption. <laughs> Stop it, you vegan it's whore. Just saying. The food yeah. chain. We're totally going to get hate mail, by the way, because that's some of the only the hate mail we get, get is vegans. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I eat meat. I'm, a, I'm my, a nice person. Yeah. My brother did some protesting over the weekend. Which uh, one? The vegans. one in rehab? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, oh, got yeah, because that's what he needs he got, to concentrate <laughs> that's on now. my favorite. A drug addict that's like, I don't eat, I don't eat animal products. <laughs> yeah, I just shoot smack into between go. my toes, I'm you sorry. fucking no moron. Just... That guy, he's got to go. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he's got to die. Not OD, I'll just shoot him or whatever. I'll choke him to death. It's so funny because I'm against hunting unless you eat all of the th- stuff you hunt. Yeah. But, I mean, I do enjoy a hamburger, a chicken. I don't like Who this. Doesn't? I Some of these vegans, God bless you. I respect you. But stop sending me pictures of people of like oh the cow and the mother that kind of thing yeah, yeah. Oh, this I was the last the moment they saw them each other and i was like but they're not that cute yeah that, they're gross animals oh we just lost 14 more listeners congratulations <laughs> but come see us at the stress factory stressfactory.com we won't be talking about such horrible judgments no, no. we are gonna yeah, get what? into our first segment, oh, guys. Wow. I like how Nick gets all professional. Yes, like, yeah. oh, I'll wrestle you guys to the ground. <laughs> Check in. Oh, God. We do not do scale of one to ten. No. Okay? No. That is boring. When he starts talking like this, by the way, and I see that fucking bald head, it looks like a little uh, white chocolate egg. Yeah. I want to just smack it. Like, I love it. I Go love ahead, it. I want to. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I love that. That's what I call foreplay. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I nominate myself to go last on this one. Really? It's because, wait, why? Because you felt like the headliner, like yours is the best. No, I just feel like it ties into our topic. topic. Oh, okay. I'll go if you want. I rarely go first. Now, I will say this past few days has been up and down, up and down, (laughs) up and down. It's probably partly because it's around the holidays. It's around the time when my mom got sick last year. I'm plagued by guilt, but I don't know anyone who's lost a parent who felt like they did enough. So inarguably, my brother, my sister, and I did enough. And so we have nothing to feel guilty about, but it does plague everyone who loses someone. So I've been up and down about that, also up and down about just stuff I'm working with in therapy, stuff going on in life. So I feel like it really changes quickly, though, which is a blessing in a way because you don't stay wallowing in it. So I feel like about one-tenth of the murderers on Law & Order. (laughs) The bipolar who goes off his meds. Yeah. Because there's always a bipolar every 10th episode or so who goes, well, I was feeling good, so I went off my drugs and murdered 20 people. (laughs) Now, I am neither bipolar nor on any meds, but I feel like how they must feel that they go up and down, up and down, up and down. Right. So I'm not going to panic and go on meds. I'm going to say it's situational sadness and not overreact for a change. Because I used to always think I need meds. I needed meds just being sad over a death. And you don't. Yeah. You kind of, it's not a disorder. It's right. just being sad. So yes, I feel, also I feel like one of those murderers because by the time this show ends, one of you will be dead. 
I think it's both. I'm closer into the grave anyway. I think so. You can't get away. One foot in. Yeah. He, he'd be quick. He'd be so much easier to catch than That's you. That's true. Yeah. Like I do feel yeah. like that. Yeah. So, uh, so we're lucky. I'm not in a mood right now, but who knows about after this show? I would run for your fucking lives. Okay, I usually Good do. To know. <laughs> That ties into my mental health check. Oh, which shit. Is, I want to die. No, oh, no. <laughs> wow, that's a perfect, that's a, that's a perfect co-hosting uh, thing we could do. If you want to die, I fucking kill you. That's true. I can give you your last rights. I there. doubt anyone will miss you. Okay. Okay. No, that's a, just that a line was... from a movie. That oh, was right, mean. Right, yeah. It was from Clueless, where <laughs> the father, who's v- the very hot Alicia Silverstone, looks at the boyfriend who comes to pick her up and says, I know where to bury you. I doubt anyone that will miss you wow just saying we have some girl listeners they might like that wow. or the gays i do love clueless <laughs> isn't it the greatest Donald movie Faison was great in that he was yeah i like that movie wow <laughs> that went nowhere go ahead Bo. <laughs> i love it no no it is a fact <laughs> okay okay uh, nickel i mean so Bo, go ahead i do of too many winnie the pooh references in this show <laughs> there could never be and, enough and i know that i make make that mistake but I, i'm doing it again so this week i feel <laughs> like eeyore bear. oh god i um, always think you're an eeyore yeah, and i he i is, have though. i have really leaned into my eeyore days here is it your spirit yeah i don't oh, know what's going on like word. the past yeah the past few weeks i have been uh slipping into a little bit of a depression and i do not like it mm. and i had to i had to like admit it yesterday uh, I'd like t- you know call a few people and talk about it and uh, and yeah I, it's not uh, it's not fun it's not fun no. I, like I just yeah it's I'm living in like two different uh, moods which is like either depressed and just like can't feel anything or I have like joy but joy is like you know ten to thirty second hits and then it's right back huh. so I've kind of and you know fortunately for this show and for you know like other things that we do like that kind of bring me up is i don't think i'm going to stay there that long and i'm hoping that i don't stay there that long because i do talk about it but uh yeah no i've been i've been in there so that's huh. kind of where i'm at today. you know why i think you're a little bitch i'll tell you yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is this i have to talk to a few people you people in these meetings you can't handle anything with one person. You got to take a poll and tell everybody how do I feel? Oh, am I okay? Yeah. Why don't you limit it to one person and stop being such a big baby? Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, there's just too many dumb people in my life who I can talk to. So, you know, I end up talking to So do to you many. end up talking to one and they don't give you what you want and you have to go to another one? No, it's really like I, I only have a few people that I trust completely to give me like the full picture right so like you know i got i got my advisor over there (laughs) that i call and uh like you know he's important and then i have you know one of my best friends who's just seen the whole they you know they have a great picture of like how it goes and like year over year they know so they could say to you hey bo remember you felt this way a a couple years ago and you'll get out of it just like you did then part of it is like there's just not that much sunlight going around these days and you know so like this time of year i generally do start to dip and uh well you could count on us but not really (laughs) no you could always call us i always get i love a call from a depressed individual i enjoy that because i just am like oh i can help this is cute yeah, but yeah. you're right about the sunlight. 
Because yeah. even today when we were driving, it was like snowing a little. Yeah. And I was in a great mood because like, oh my God, cute. And yeah. then it stopped snowing. I was like, oh my God, I want to kill myself. <laughs> so it is very, it varies so quickly. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, that's where I'm at. But it's okay. It's okay. It'll be fine. Was he more depressed or just kind of a Debbie Downer? I think he was like clinically depressed. And I think that they put him in there to really the have like doctor took yeah. care of like what do you who how who diagnosed him because like he never like he never got out of it. You know what I mean? Like there was no like he was just like a miserable sad sack and he just played that role. And you know what? Sad sack's nice. Yeah, he had a it. tender heart. Do he you did. think what other Winnie the Pooh reference? Now I'm all curious. What other <laughs> Winnie the Pooh references had you had? Uh, I did one about feeling like Winnie the Pooh because I was binging when he eats all the honey. Right, I did right. One about Piglet because I felt gratitude. Yeah. Wow. You really get in there. The only one you didn't feel is like Christopher Robin because he's gay. <laughs> That'll or come. Tigger because he's positive and excited. Yeah. Oh, that's he's never gonna never happen. happen. Yeah. No, if you're a Tigger, we're, we're on the right track. Yeah. 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 When he comes in with a Tigger one, we're good. Well, look, I just want to say, I know we joke and we yell on this show, (laughs) meaning me, but you could call us in times of stress. Of course. Because, you know, I enjoy that. (laughs) I'm up late. What else am I doing? Scamming onto other people's Instagram lives. That's kind of all I do at night. So feel free to call the person you know has the least life. A.K.A. LL. LL. There you go. Keep you in the loop. You, on the other hand, Nick, are always in bed by 10 because you are disciplined. (laughs) I know. God bless you. Okay. So what's your status? So my mental health this week, I'm going to tell you a quick little story here, okay, to go with it. A few, I don't know when it was, weeks ago, a month or two ago, I don't even know. A show we were doing at BJ Ryan's, okay, Um, after the show, there was this woman, she came, she was a friend of a comic, she came by herself right and she just seemed really cool and i usually don't do this and i approached her after the show and we were talking we're hitting it off it's going great she's cool i'm like all right so whatever and she goes hey you want to take a shot and i was like and i was like i kind of was like okay sure at this point i was like all right yeah and then they told us we had to go downstairs right and this was after like 20 minutes of talking like she was deep person it was really i was like wow she's really cool and then I go, oh, well, we have to go downstairs. They have to clean them up here. And she goes, ugh. She goes, my husband's down there. I really oh, don't want to go. <laughs> I don't like and that. I, I feel like Dale from Step Brothers because, <laughs> you know, she reached out on Instagram and I'm not not touching that. You know what wow. I mean? Good for you. My buddy's wife goes, you want to end up on the ID channel? <laughs> And I was like, yeah, you're right. I'm just going to. So she was giving you like kissy eyes and shit. And she was like, had the husband downstairs. Yeah. Do you think they wanted a threesome, which is super gross? I mean, at this point, let's do it. You know, no, you you shouldn't have to (laughs) disappoint watching. Could be nice. No, that's disgusting. (laughs) Could be nice. Hey, you get the show off your shit. Do you want to come too? Yeah, dude. You want to watch? I'll come watch. That sounds like the grossest. My foam finger. If Bo Bo shows up, it's a fivesome. Oh, first fat joke, last fat joke. That's it. One per show. show? Yep, that's it. Okay, good. One gay reference has been done. (laughs) I think. uh, Yep, that's it. I think we're done. We We got nothing else. Two notes. I know. We're one note. Two note. Yeah, that's my mental health. I feel like Dale. I feel like at any moment she was gonna be like, "I hate my life." Yeah. (laughs) But see, I felt like was gonna happen. But Dale got sucked into it early on Literally in the stepbrother so i'm proud of you that you were you know 
later into the movie, Dale. Well, exactly. So that's why I wanted to go last because it goes into our topic that we're going to talk about. Because I talked about this with my therapist and she, I told her that story. Ah. And she was like, yeah, is that really what you, what do you want? That's yeah. what you want to meaning facilitate. What, meaning you want what? Like a, what was like she? A a rela- she's like, do you want? She, well, she asked me, and I'll get into this when like we talk about the topic. Sex or relationship? Yeah, she yeah. was like, do you? What's your goal? Relate? Do you want to have someone that like you could bring around your friends and family and have a right. relationship with? I was like, yeah. And she goes, okay. Then you're not facilitating that by even entertaining mm. that. Not right. that I would. It's, it's nuts. It gives me too much anxiety already, so I just can't even do it. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. I was nervous when I was like, okay. So <laughs> thank God. How big is he? Thank God for my anxiety. <laughs> I looked. I would win, but Does it doesn't play for the Falcons. <laughs> plays for the NBA teams. <laughs> but um, yeah. So, but that's what we want to get into today is our topic, which is manifesting. Ugh. A word that brings up bile in most sane people's throats everywhere. Disgusting. Or woman festing. <laughs> that's what you can't decide what you're gonna eat for dinner. <laughs> Those skirts, Sorry, right. those skirts, they can't make a decision. <laughs> For dinner. All right, so fat joke, gay joke, sexist, we're done. We're done. Okay. Now we have to be moral. Show's over. Yeah, I know. Let's just end it early. All right. We're, well, we're going to take a quick break. Listen, this manifesting, I am on the fence about it, so I can't wait to hear what you guys have to say. It's true. Because it is a weird topic, but I'm glad it came up. So, yeah, we'll be back, maybe. We'll think about it. We'll be back. Bye. Okay. Hey everybody, Lisa Lampanelli here from Losers with a Dream. As you know, me, Bo, and Nick are losers. We have really big dreams. And one of the people who help us reach our dreams is the good folks at Royal Fox Studio. They specialize in producing podcasts, as you can hear, and they can get your show sounding amazing like ours. I mean, seriously, I sound fucking great. Make sure to check them out at Royal Fox Studio on Instagram and on all social media where you'll be able to see a list of all the great shows they produce, including the best one ever, Losers with a Mother Effing Dream. Yeah. Hello and welcome back to Losers with a Dream podcast. We are losers and we got some big dreams yeah, we do. that we're going to manifest. It's good to be with you here. It's good to be with you too, Bo. Yeah. I, I thought about it earlier, and now it's happening. I guess I must have manifested it. <laughs> so you have a new book out called uh, Suck Me for Sobriety. <laughs> That's why you're here today on The View. Oh, thank you. Ooh. Thank you. No, we're going to get into our topic today. Uh, we discussed a little bit in the first half how we came to this topic. Basically talking about the word was uh, that my therapist used was facilitating. Are you doing what you need to do to facilitate something manifesting similar little different i know you have a probably a very funny cynical view on it i'm not a fan of the manifesting mostly because i saw my dumb mother just get completely taken for a ride by the secret i mean that all that book the book the secret for those of you that don't know which was uh basically a book that was written for clams who wanted a new like you know house or whatever but it was very it was (laughs) written for everybody (laughs) well but it was it was written for everybody that's true yeah i knew a couple dudes at college who read that shit honestly yeah football players on the team were like yeah dude just like if you think about the championship and like stakes and stuff you're gonna win dude (laughs) <laughs> uh yeah no i mean so we we talked about it a little bit and and I, I think i just was so disgusted by the this idea that i was having a hard time getting into it so i did a little research today and it did not help i'm not a fan <laughs> of this because it's very i feel 
like like a lot of things that are kind of put into self-help culture um, or even like books and stuff, I always feel like it's doing nothing and expecting the world to just like conform to you and what you want mm. or what you believe you should get. And the reality is, is like, you know, there's things that we want and there's things that we hope for, but then there's also things that we deserve. Right. And the, the, all three of those can be completely different, right? Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I feel like for me, I'm like, I always get what I deserve. I never seem to get the things that I want mm. or the things that I'm like, oh, I like, I, I think I deserve this or like, I want right. to try and manifest. If I'm ever trying to manifest something, it's because I really shouldn't get it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> because I'm not doing any work to deserve it. That's what I was going to ask you. Is is manifesting just you're just sitting there thinking about it and like doesn't matter how many deep quotes you post in your Instagram story. If you're still <laughs> yeah. an asshole, you know right. what I mean? It just doesn't it doesn't matter. Right. And it's the whole idea of like this law of attraction, right? Where if like we we put it out there that this is what we want, then all then the universe is going to like all of a sudden start putting those things in our lives, yeah. which is completely ridiculous, right? Yeah. Like we can put out positive energy and hope that we get positive energy back. But for the most part, other than like just trying to be nice and trying to be a good person, that like the, the results of that have no, we have no idea what that could bring. Yeah. You know what I mean? You could just try and be nice, try and be a good person and get the shit end of the stick forever. Right. You can try and be nice, try and be a good person. And then you get a few things, but you're never going to get like putting my mother had one. Okay. My mother had like the vision board. Yes. Right. <laughs> and like on the vision board, it was the like faces a, in the studio. And just you, changed. you know why this really bothered me? Because she had this vision board and it would be like a pool and like, uh, you know, like, so it was all material bullshit, Yeah, but it would be like shit that I really wanted because I'm like 12. So I'm like, oh, my God, like she put she put a pool on her vision board. We're gonna get a pool, dude. This is gonna be sick. <laughs> like, oh, my God. You know what I mean? Like, Santa's coming. Yeah. Like, I started having like hope. You know, like I was like, I was like, oh my God, things are going to turn around for my family. So, so you're mad at the board because it gave you hope? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It did. It gave me hope because she's putting all these things on, you know, like, oh, we're going to have drive a Mercedes. We're going to have a pool. And we're going to have all this money for college and all this shit. And then guess what? None of it came out. You know what I mean? Like, we're not getting any of that stuff. So yeah, I was always just like, why don't you just do something about it? You know what I mean? Like, why don't you, why doesn't dad fucking go to work? You know what I mean? Why doesn't he stop watching Rangers classic games till three in the morning and start actually focusing on his job? You know what I mean? Like, that would be a good manifestation if you did the work. Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? And then you got accurately paid for it, you lazy bitch. Like, it's just... That's a lot of resentment coming out, and I'm sorry if, if my mother's listening. So She's because I think, let me sum this up for you. Yeah, go ahead. So because you had this vision board and it gave you hope. Yes. And then you would none of those things achieved. Yeah. You then at 12 years old turned to alcohol and drugs. <laughs> Is that what you're telling me? No, I don't think it, it oh, was okay. that deep. But I think yeah, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, I know, I know. <laughs> it's like, mom, we didn't get a pool. I got a drink. She should have manifested some sober children, <laughs> <Yeah>. huh? <laughs> Yeah, manifest. Would have saved a lot of money. Could have had that pool. Could have had a Mercedes, right? Oh, that's mean. I feel bad. No, it's not. I've said worse. But <laughs> but it, but it's true. Like, if your father was sitting there, imagine your father. He gets super into the secret, and he's sitting there, and you oh. guys are in that fucking dingy place, you know, with the... What was your... Tell them where you lived. 
few places. So we went, let's just start. We went from real quick. We went from a log cabin that my dad had custom made built when we first moved to Connecticut. Right. He went bankrupt. Then we moved to a, what essentially was a two room shack <laughs> next to an old cemetery in Monroe. <laughs> It looks like where like the uh, servants slept next yeah. to like this old house that was like <laughs> clearly colonial. So we were there for a while. Right. Then we upgraded and we moved to a multifamily house. And one of parts of the multifamily house was an office of a pesticides company. <laughs> so we're we were can't, we were moving on up. We were literally cockroaches. Literally cockroaches. Who at the is that? Yeah, man. So if you're if the you're, fact that I wasn't depressed like you are all yeah, the time, yeah. woo, is incredible. Yeah. I am strong. Anyway, yeah, good for you. So <laughs> if you were in that, you know, uh, little office that you called an apartment yeah. next to this pesticide company, and your father just had stuff up on the like mansions that he like like you know taped to the walls, being like, "We're gonna manifest it, Nick." You would be sitting there like, "Fuck you, man!" Like you better own all the duchesses. <laughs> Not just work at one of them, right? Yeah. yeah, no, I would, I would stab him to death. Yeah, yeah, that would not be. And it's not like I wasn't, you know, I, my parents kept it together, and we never got foreclosed on, or you know what I mean. Like they, they, you know, they made enough to get by. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I remember just being a little resentful at that, at the secret, and just being like, this is lazy. Like this is just a really lazy yep. way yep. of saying you deserve things. And you want them, so that means you want them, so you need them. And it's really all bullshit because no one puts on their fucking board like, oh, I want to have a better relationship with my father, or oh, I want to, uh, you know, expand my spirituality, or oh, I want to, you know what I mean? Like real things that you can actually change. It, very, it just very true. In, it literally this whole that are more in your control too, right? Way more in your so wheelhouse. So this whole of manifestation shit just basically turned into more consumerism. Right, it just turned into like, well, I want the nicer car, I want the bigger house, I want to have more money to, you know, to make my kids happier, and it's like none of that shit means anything. We know that none of that shit does anything, nope. right? From our episodes of Never Enough and all yeah, that, stuff, all right? That shit. So we know. Go that, back, like, subscribe, five stars. Yes, please. Um, <laughs> but literally, we know none of that shit does anything. So there was a bunch of housewives, and I guess a few of Nick's friends. Who posted all these pictures of things that they wanted, mm. and you know none of them were in their control to get. And the universe isn't just going to hand you a new Mercedes. They're not just going to give you a new house. You have to show up for life and do good <laughs> things, and hopefully you will get paid back in return. Dude, I remember. There's yeah. a kid I went to Springfield with who's actually yeah. from my hometown. Okay. And... He was telling me about the secret, and he's one of those that he gets vi when he's in something, he's yeah. deep, right? <laughs> yeah. We're in the middle of class, and he's like talking about the secret. And I, at the time, was trying to lose weight. I think I lost like 40 pounds or something in a semester. Nice. So I was like, Yeah, dude, I can't. I like, just, I'm going low carb. Like, I can't really eat a lot of carbs. Yeah. And he was like, Nah, dude. <laughs> if you think that the carbs are bad for you, then they are. But if you just <laughs> say they're giving you energy, it's and I was like, no, man, I'm fat. <laughs> when you eat carbohydrates and you're fat and your insulin goes up more, you are more insulin resistant. You get fatter. Yeah. We're at a Although college. I want to try that. I just want to eat yeah. pizza every day. And be like, it's helping. We're me. at a college that the main major is exercise science. We take nutrition courses together. Yeah. This is just science, dude. Right. We have guys with PhDs that do studies that are yeah. telling us, you know. And I remember thinking that and being like, this is such. Nonsense. Of, yeah, it's a load of crap. Yeah, it's that's like 
I mean, I was talking to a buddy of mine about that today. I was like, it's like, I was like, imagine like being like, yeah, you know, like I really want to be like, I want to lose a bunch of weight. And it's like, oh, have you worked out or changed anything about it? It's like, nah, (laughs) I'm just thinking about it. I really want, I want to be a CEO. (laughs) What do you do now? Like I'm in a mail room for the last 10 years. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Well, but back to like. Not on track, huh? No, I'm not, not doing it. Um, but back to like relationships and stuff, what I was talking about, uh, with my therapist was basically like, there is a part of me, I'm not going to lie. There is a part of me that's like, you know, I'm 33 single. I see all my friends around me that have relationships, whatever. And I've had some bad ones and I'm like, you know what? Can I catch a fucking break here? Can I just be, I deserve a fucking awesome person in my life. There's a, there's a small part of me that's like that. Yeah. But you know, my therapist was like, do you think the way you're behaving or thinking about things is going to facilitate that. Right. And I was like, nah, yeah. <laughs> Certain way. Like it, it really, it, I mean, it was yesterday at therapy. It really changed my perspective on things. I was like, right. I was like, what would I tell a, a fucking client that wanted to change something about their life and then did right. nothing about it? Yeah. I used to get mad at people all the time. They'd be like, right. I want to do this, this and that. And, and they wouldn't, I'd be like, I'll give me, give me workouts to do on my own. I'll do it. Yeah. I spend all this time, put them together. Right. They do nothing. And right. they're, and they're like, well, I haven't really improved. I'm like, no, 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 you ain't putting this on me. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't doing this to me. Yeah. I do what I had to do. But yeah, man, if, uh, that's why I wanted to talk about this because like you, you got to do the work. Absolutely. You can't just sit there. I, I mean, you can talk about, I mean, your sobriety, that shit's work. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Like the first, what is it? The first 90 days you go to meetings every single uh, the day. The first two years I went to a meeting every day. Two years. Yeah. Gee, talk about fucking work. You weren't sitting at home like, uh, no, I, no, I, I wish literally, I could. <laughs> yeah, I literally would have to just drive there. And sometimes I fucking hated going. I'm sure. And sometimes I was just like, why is this? Why am I still doing this? But I go there and some, even if I just had to sit in the back and just be, and just sit there and listen to people talk about what was going on in their lives and just get out of my head, I would do it. And, you know, like I had, I had to do all that shit. You know what I mean? Like, yes, I, Here's the thing is it comes down to optimism, right? And I hate optimism so much. I hate optimistic people. I hate just the idea of thinking that anything's going to work out is always like gross to me because it's just like live like it's not going to happen and then hopefully something happens. You know what I mean? True, And, and put yourself in the best position to get it, right? Which I, I always believe is the way to do it. Like I, I would always, be, you know, especially wake up, I'd be like, all right, well. You know, I'm not going to drink today. I'll drink tomorrow. You know what I mean? I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't like, I'm going to stay sober for years and it's going to be wonderful and I'm going to change my life and make amends to everyone. No, I didn't have that optimism. I was just like, yeah, I was like, day. hey, man, I hope this works out today. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm going to get there. I'm going to show up. I'm going to do what people are telling me to do. I'm not going to do I'm not going to do anything my own way. I'm going to listen to others and I'm going to try. Which is very much how I feel like we're in comedy right now. It's just like listening to others, trying and and hoping we, you know, hoping we're doing everything that that they have suggested and hoping that we're we're showing up and and all that. But like the optimism of like, oh, this is going to be the number one hit show on Apple Podcasts is like, all right, let's let's roll it back a bit. You know what I mean? Like, relax. Yeah, we'll be number three at least. The show is going to be successful because yeah. <laughs> we're successful people who are trying to work at this very hard. And it's fun. Right. And that's okay. Yeah, it's fun. We don't need to be number one. You no. build your own audience. The people, you know, people have reached out and we, 
love hearing from all of you, by yeah, the way. Yeah, I appreciate it. And it's great. Yeah. And um, But yeah, man, you got to listen. You can't. You got to put in the work. Right. You listen to us talk. If you're listening to us right now and you listen to us talk every week, it's clear we are putting in the work in different ways all the time. Right. Well, it's like I'm depressed right now. But what's the worst thing you can say to somebody that's depressed? Well, snap out of it or think positive. What are you so sad Fucking about? Bullshit. You know what I think? Yeah, well, you it's know not what? how it you works. Know what? Let's stop the podcast. Let's do a vision board. <laughs> Does, do you have any boards? Mine will Lou? just be goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> You're like cocaine. <laughs> I wish I could. Like, I had a vision. Yeah, I did it. My vision is that one day I'll be able to drink like a gentleman. <laughs> Which is always the big lie that doesn't exist. No, dude, you ever notice when you, when you like say, <clears throat> talk about man, like some, maybe some of the most fun nights you had were nights where you didn't plan on anything. Right. Or you didn't plan on having like, those are some of the most fun nights of my life where it's Absolutely. just like, hey, come just... over. All right. And then you end up having this insane, Yeah. you go out till four and you're like, wow, that was, you go, <laughs> you're just like having the time of your life. Yeah. But whenever you're expecting it. Oh, it's expecting night. That's something? why New Year's Eve is the biggest letdown every single year for everybody. Because you, you feel like you have to have a good time. You feel like, oh, it's going to be this big night. And of course, I haven't celebrated one in five years because what's the point? It's one of my, it's favorite. Another it's one year. of my favorite holidays. Hopefully, I'll be dead favorite. soon. You know what I mean? Like, it's just gross. But, yeah. <laughs> but, like, I used to go buy a new outfit, like a real Guido, and then just yeah. go every, every New Year's. We're going to go paint the town. We really did. I hate to even admit this, but I'm going to. We used to go to the gym that day and do legs because it was the toughest workout. And we would just do legs for two hours. Then we go to the mall and I'd get a new outfit and then we'd go out. I hope people are still listening because <laughs> uh, that was horrible. But yeah. It's just my truth. And <laughs> if you can't handle but it. But yeah, so you were trying to manifest a good time. And you it usually like, worked. Okay. I've had some great New Year's and Halloween. So those are my favorite holidays. Thanksgiving, right. Christmas, fine. Yeah. They're there. It's great. Yeah. I'm trying to party and dress up like something I'm not. <laughs> Am I <Straight>? right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. What a world. You, what haven't, a world. you haven't been out for five New Year's? Uh, five, no, last I, five? I haven't really. I mean, I would go to like friends' houses for a game few. nights. Yeah, very like low key. Like I haven't been out, out like trying to enjoy. Same thing with, uh, you know, the the blackout Wednesday, the night before Thanksgiving. Yeah. What's the point? It's just oh, a I lot stopped of people that about drunk. six, seven years ago. Yeah. The, the, also, those were the worst nights ever when you like got back from college. And then you like go out and then you have to see all the people that you went to high school with and have the same conversation every you're just it's terrible. But really so like manifestation is a bit of a nightmare. Yeah. It's something that I think it's fun to think about. It's fun to think that like, you know, if we just dream it, we can do it. But the reality <laughs> is is like maybe let's just show up and if you really want something, like if you all right, let's say you really want a Mercedes. Right, and that's something that would be on your vision board. You learn how to hotwire a car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You go, to, you go down, and you make some decisions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, if you really want like a nice new car, or you then you find out what the payment's going to be, and you figure out how to work that into your budget, and you figure out how to make a little bit more money. Maybe you take on a side job. Maybe you do this. Right, like there's there's ways to get around getting the things that you want. Yeah. But also, if things are if the things on your vision board are all like you know consumer shit like shit you can buy at like a costco or you know like anywhere it's just like get over it it's not you're gonna feel good for what two seconds 
Get over your life. <laughs> Is that like, really what's what you want in life? I feel like on your vision board there'd be like that barrel of this like three pounds of cheese balls. <laughs> Dude, I love those cheese those balls. Those are they're addicting. I know. Like food scientists, they hack that shit. You can't stop. It's like a yeah. problem. I have a real issue. Anyway. We're going to take a quick break. We're to do our vision boards. We're going to come back. And then we're going to bring on this vision. <laughs> Lisa Lampadelli, our friend, life coach, and mentor. We'll be right back. Thank you. Hello. Welcome back to the Loser with a Dream podcast. We are losers. At least us two are losers. Two losers, one winner. I'm a bit of a loser, too. Because really, if I'm sitting... Yeah, three dicks. Yeah, three dicks. Swinging in the breeze, six balls. Although one of my balls got removed. Yeah. Yeah, I had a ballectomy. So what podcast is this? Oh, my God. I love this topic because, first of all, Bo, you will not believe when you listen back to this, I know you a little bit, like pretty well by now. I've never heard you angrier. I there was the biggest edge in your voice, I think, on any podcast, and I stand by that. It made me laugh so hard. Like I couldn't even laugh out loud because I'm like, no, I can't show them. This is funny. You're pissed. Yeah, yeah. And I don't blame you. And I'm gonna tell you something you guys will be very surprised to hear, the both of you. I indeed had a vision board also. But get out! Let me tell you what happened. I'll tell you exactly yeah. what happened. I'll tell you how I got it, how much I resisted it, and I think you'll both, by the end of this story, approve of it. Mm-hmm. I used to go very often to a yoga and meditation retreat center in the Berkshires called Kripalu. When my father got sick, I was like, "Oh, I need to get some spirituality. I really need to go work on myself." And I took this amazing class. It was a week-long course on decluttering, but decluttering like emotionally, mentally, friendships that didn't work. Like all the stuff we all did in COVID, but not, you know, it was really... Yeah, we forced into it. Yeah, Yeah. not forced into it. So... At the after the fourth day, yeah. you know, of course, I love this class. I enjoy decluttering things. I was like a badass because even from the retreat center, I emailed two friends and told them to fuck off, <laughs> never call me again. She's like, "Wow, you decluttered two people." I'm yeah, like, "Motherfucker, I'm good. I have to be the star." So she says, um, "We're gonna do vision boards Friday," and I go, "Nope, I don't do that." That's fucking stupid. Yeah. Like, I literally don't care. Like, I'm not going to even pretend. She goes, I do it different. And I go, we'll see about that. <laughs> I've been to the fair before, Missy. And little Miss Spirituality, I know what the fuck I talk about. Like, and this paper. is why I showed up. I, she goes, I, I promise you, you'll be happy you did it. I couldn't believe it. I drank the Kool-Aid and she was right. She says, go through the magazines and you don't cut out pictures of things you want. That's like, I think she used the term Bo's mother's dumb method. (laughs) What you cut out is things that make you feel like you want to feel in the future. So my entire vision board was just things that I looked at and I felt contentment and peace, and that's it. So it didn't even matter if it was something that was like, like a bizarre uh, scene from something, a place I've never been or a place I'm at. It didn't matter what it was, a person's face. If I felt peaceful, then I was like, wow, I can look at this board and I can say, okay, that's what I want. So everything I do in the future has to lead me to peace. So I think that 
is a valid vision board and made a lot of sense to me because that shit about cutting out a Mercedes, that's some bullshit. Yeah. Like that's old school vision board from the fucking eighties. Yeah. So I get why your mom did it. Yeah. Other than the fact she's a bit, little bit mental, but that's okay. <laughs> we love her from afar. That's we right. detach with love, <laughs> but it's just to me, the man, the only thing to manifest is a feeling. So that's why the vision board worked for me. I don't think you can. I'm sorry. I, I mean, I agree with you. I don't yeah. think for those listening who are like, no, you can. No. If you can see it, you can be it. No. Yeah. You can't. <laughs> I could see myself as a ballet dancer. Yeah. But I, it's never going to happen. Could I see myself getting the feeling of the ballet dancer? Suppose the feeling is freedom, yeah. worthiness in your body, lightness on your feet. Yes, I can work on that and manifest yeah. the feeling, but I'm never going to be able to go, I am manifesting my book will be published by next year at this time. <laughs> You're a cunt. No, I hate to say yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I have friends who talk like that. Yeah. And now they're not friends anymore <laughs> because I just laugh heartily and yeah. they get mad. Yeah. I think it's all fucking bullshit too. Yeah. So what to you is the difference? Because here's the seven steps to manifesting. Now, oh boy. Yeah. I don't understand why you can't cut them all out and just work hard. Yeah. Not <laughs> once. I'm arguably a successful comedian, or at least I was. Yes. I didn't once get quiet. <laughs> Shut up, man. Get it, quiet. Not your brain. Picture yourself in Radio City Music Hall. You're walking up the steps of the stage. The stage hand says, hey, have a great show, LL. Your opener gives you that little wink. Just picture it, picture it. And then the lights hit and there's a warmth. There's a feeling and you... You drink in the oh, fuck you, twat. No, <laughs> I never pictured myself on a stage. I don't go airy fairy and all that shit. Yeah. Yet I do believe in manifesting feelings. So I pictured myself working hard and then I fucking worked hard. So I don't yeah. get why I can't skip the six steps of manifesting and just go to the one that says start working towards your goal. Right. So and also that's all so dishonest, right? Like gay the, as fuck. The Sorry. Is, yeah, because that's not what anything looks like. Right, mm -hmm. like what it probably looks like is you in the back. Like, did I eat enough for the show? Yeah, like, taking a dump, okay? taking your pre-show yeah. dump, like, which we all yeah, do. Like yep. having like a stressful conversation with the manager about ticket sales, or like you know what I mean, like calling an usher a twat because <laughs> she knocked on the door and you were taking your pre-show dump. Yeah, feeling dread of like, all right, even if this goes well, I'm still gonna be fucking empty. Fuck this. Guarantee, yeah, like, I'm gonna have some douche say to me in the autograph line, call me Lisa instead of Miss Lampanelli. I gotta snap and break your fucking neck. <laughs> don't do that at our live shows yeah yeah, yeah yeah but no i don't understand i don't it's just it's like such a slogany thing turning your dreams into reality but you can't no. you can work hard at something you think you want by the way it's not necessarily what you want so you think you want it and then Kind of if you fall short, at least you've achieved maybe the feeling you wanted. Right. So I could have literally, this is why people during the Holocaust, Eli Wiesel wrote that book about he had the attitude of I'm going to get out of here. He didn't manifest that shit. No. He was just like, I fucking got to be a badass and just make this happen. Yeah. Yes, he did have a positive outlook more than any other person in the universe. 
but he took the action. You do what it takes. Right. You don't visualize you're getting out, getting out of a concentration camp and then fuck with a Nazi. Like, you don't do that. <laughs> yeah. So basically, I'm trying to be a comic. I'm trying to get to Radio City someday, I hope. Yeah. I'm not sitting on my ass thinking it's going to come to me. Right. No. So I think that's a vi that's the old school manifesting versus new school manifesting. Right. So let's see. Let's take... Okay. So let's, let's take the seven steps and let's use Nick. Tell us one of you... Okay. What's your goal? Because <laughs> by the way, life. by the way, by the way, <laughs> that so whole broad. thing about how this came up by Nick's shrink saying, you know, he's not manifesting what he wants. Yeah, because he has a huge fear of intimacy. And until you clear those blocks, you're not going to get what you want. Yeah. So make notes to self podcast, Lou. We need to do an episode on what I just say? Nick paying more for a shrink? <laughs> no. <laughs> fear of say? intimacy. Yes. Because that shit is real. Yeah. So anyway, so let's say one of your goals is what? To get paid to do podcasting and comedy. Okay. Let's say that. So I think it's not a bad thing to be clear about what you want. So step one of manifesting is be clear about your goal. Now here's when it gets all fucked up and weird. Oh boy. Okay. I hate this. I hate these steps. So I'm sorry. I do believe in meditation and all that shit, but this is so stupid. Yeah. Ask for what you want. First of all, I don't know who you're supposed to ask. I don't the know if Lord. you're supposed to ask me, Whoa. baby Jesus, <laughs> the Holy Dad? Spirit. I don't know. Your Dear penis. I, I have no idea. What do you think? Do you ask your sponsor? Do you ask up the powers that be? I don't know. But you ask, I guess, the universe. And I hate this step. This is the worst. Write it down on paper, which, by the way, on its face isn't a terrible thing to like remind yourself. Go, oh, I'm going to keep a note in my phone. Hey, I want to get paid someday. But I hate the kind of formulaic crap manifesting does. They say you're supposed to write it down. This is the worst. Three times a day. <laughs> or up to nine times a day for up to 45 days in a row. Yeah. So I, I'm sorry. I don't understand how that helps. If anyone has, by the way a experience with this that you've written something down nine times a day for 45 days and then it's happened feel free to absolutely let us know and we will say hey you know that's cool i i believe your experience but since you i mean do you guys believe this step could be skipped and you could still someday get paid to podcast absolutely okay so if let's... i wrote it down two times a day on the second time i'd be like okay yeah so Enough. what do you think, Bo? Do you think there's any validity? Take the numbers out of it. Take there's any validity to validity to this repetitive writing? I think that if I think that what this is preying upon is if you are the type of person who is dedicated enough to this goal where you're going to actually sit and write it down three times a day and remember and be like, Oh, I have to write it down, I have to write it down. Right. Then you're probably the type of person that wants it bad enough that you're gonna try and like that's all it is. It's just like Oh, you just I mean? just charting like, your dedication. Yeah. But but here's my question: How about instead of writing that down nine times for forty five days, you write a fucking joke <laughs> nine times for forty five yeah. days? That would actually right. further your goal. Yeah. I remember I had an ex boyfriend who he had performed. He featured for Sam Kinison once, nice. and Kinison was about to do the Tonight Show, but had no clean material. And my boyfriend at the time had all clean material, so Sam lifted a bunch of his jokes and did them. And I said, "Well, did you get mad?" And he goes, yeah. "No." He goes. I'll just make more. Yeah. He's like, so what? I'll make more. 
And that's also, like it's such an honor too. Yeah. Well, no, I, mean, I think it's Maybe a real fucking. Well, I would be pissed. Oh, yeah. But he had the attitude of like in the old days there was a commercial about Doritos. They're like, oh, keep eating them, we'll make more. And he goes, um, jokes are like Doritos, you just make more. Yeah. <laughs> so I think instead of wasting your time writing down, I want to get paid for podcasting. Do something about it. Reach out to other podcasters. Learn how to, you know, do better fucking material. Nick. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we can skip that writing down bullshit. Okay, this is the one I like. Start working towards your goals. There we go. Yeah, that should be Pretty number much. one. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, one through seven, right but there. Also, That's so big. <laughs> well, but let's go backwards a second, because I, I bought into the first one, which was be clear about your goals. Yeah. Why can't you almost go, hey, I want to feel good about what I do for a living, and anything that comes my way by hard work I'm open to. Yeah. So I don't think you have to be clear about your goals. No. I don't go for that. Yeah. So I think if Nick said, hey, yourself, right? yeah, I mean, Nick's big goal is to blow guys. He's yes. written that down. Yeah. We've uh, it, we've yeah. allowed right it. We've seen it. I don't Starting think. Starting tonight. <laughs> I think you don't have to be so. What feeling would you get from blowing guys? What, what, how do you think that would make you well, feel? Well, I have a TMJ issue. Okay. So I think my jaw would hurt. Okay, but bit. your emotional state you would feel wanted and loved yeah okay so i think if your path is not to blow guys you might be able to get this goal a different way what do you think yeah okay so fuck the first step fuck the second step go straight towards start working to sucking a dick on a wednesday download grinder and just get it over does do it (laughs) yes stop teasing okay the fifth step four step be mindful and this, a bit, I think we do buy into this one a little. Be thankful for what you receive. Because I think we talk a lot here about gratitude. Yeah. So I think it's just saying acknowledge the little steps towards it. Meaning, if you want to get paid for podcasting and quit your day job, you'd have to make probably, you know, two, three grand a week. And then... You, if you only were thankful when that's achieved, you wouldn't be thankful along the way for, oh my God, we got 200. Oh, we got, I mean, some of these podcasters talk about, oh man, we didn't get paid for three years and then we got a box of HelloFresh for free because we did a trade-off and that was a big deal. So we have to continue the gratitude for the little things along the way. Right. So I think the gratitude isn't a bad thing. Yeah. Okay. So, so far we're going to work hard. We're going to be grateful, be flexible, let go of resistance and live beliefs now i don't think thinking negatively is that bad no (laughs) i am a glass half empty bitch who had a boyfriend once tell me i'm not only glass half empty i'm that dixie cup with the point on the bottom that can't stand up by itself so i literally have been negative all my life but seem to have done pretty well is that magical thinking that everyone could be like that no but i don't believe in positive versus negative thinking right but uh, i think what they might be saying too is you said you have a tmjf uh issue suppose i that would get in your way of blowing guys Mm, if you believe it maybe that will impact your ability to blow men yeah me Suppose I said I'm not a good comic. I'll never play a big sold-out yeah. room. Would that limit me? I don't know, though, because wouldn't I just make it happen anyway? Yeah. Yeah. So I think this is stupid, and that's got to go, too. 
Yeah, I mean, how many times do I like show you a tape and I go, "This fucking guy is never getting on TV." Like, this is fucking gross. Who's gonna want this? Are you, you know talking I mean? about yourself? Yeah, of course. Well, I agree with that. Right. It, it, but be, you're never getting on TV. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. Are you supposed but, to? But no, no. That's what I mean. It's like having that negative thinking is not keeping me from getting those things. It's because just, you keep trying. Yeah. So, in other words, it's kind of fun. People. If you have negative beliefs, lean into them and don't fight them. Yeah. I think that is an unpopular view that should be made more popular. Yeah. Because, Bo, no one struck out with girls more than you. True. You are misshapen. Yep. You have a terrible, terrible, terrible hygiene. You <laughs> have farted in public. You do not have a nice apartment. Well, it's nice, but messy. This is you came here with a wet shirt and expect us not to notice. Oh, and I, Lint, I pretty open and you have got yourself one tasty piece of a... <laughs> that Veronica Vaughn is a piece of ace. That's right. So you... That's right. I manifested that claim. <laughs> But you just, so you I just kept manifest clam chowder. I yeah, but you just kept swinging. Yeah. So I think maybe even though you know <laughs> you have no business being a success or getting laid, you just keep swinging. Just keep it Isn't there. it just staying in the game? Keep swinging that gut down Main Street. So even though, we, <laughs> even though we know there's nothing great about you, you got a girlfriend and you'll probably be a success. Right. Yeah. Once again, not a compliment. Okay. <laughs> shows that the work is what we're talking yeah. about okay uh oh i don't like this one i don't like this one step six is maybe my most hated okay okay change your energy what the fuck oh, is that oh i mean? can't even stand it you know like if you're crystals negative, buy crystals i think it's about that monster energy drink okay i will tell you Sugar i was free. in a i was oh, in a workshop boy. today now uh, full disclosure we're talking tarot cards almost i was in a workshop today and it, I thought it was just going to be yoga because I thought, oh, I should really go and stretch and just not be such so slovenly. <laughs> so I went there and the first thing she did was hand us each a rock, you know, those shiny rocks. Yeah. By the way, I always thought rocks, you know, that say something on them like oh, believe, so, yeah. dream. I always thought I should have a line of rocks that said shit that I would say to people like, <laughs> that's <laughs> not your real father. You're a dirty clam. I think I got to sell those after it's the show. Merch. It's a merch idea. Negative Coming rocks. soon. Oh, 100%. <laughs> um, rocks. And by the way, don't give me a rock. I'm angry yeah. and hungry. So that rock's bouncing off some content anyway so she gives us the rock and i gotta admit when you're in that environment you buy in so she's like we're gonna infuse the rock with some intention or something yeah so i write this intention down which i don't think intentions are bad because it's just going i want to have peace or i want to have a good day or i want to be creative or whatever right. so i infuse this cocksucker <laughs> I forgot it there. Somebody else is going to pick up my fucking infused rock, get my creativity, my success, and suddenly me and Nick are blowing guys for money. I don't it's like, like any of this. Jam when the aliens, they, they, they steal all the NBA players' powers. See? So that's what's happening. Next big, big, yeah. Yeah, I don't like any of, of it. Yeah. It's not making me happy. So, She's hilarious. I don't know if our energy, I think it's like maybe like if you put it in a comedy term, you want to go up on stage with the right energy. But this is more about using your energy to get things. I don't know. I don't think I, I think buy it. I think in reality. That's what I, I think. I do like reality. I think energy is all bullshit. I think you should go in with the energy that you have yeah. and let it ride you. 
Because that's the energy you're supposed to have if it's what you got. Yeah. You know? It's like when you go on stage, it's like you don't want to create fake energy. You want to just be authentic. Well, it's also it's riding so the times. feelings of up and down, up and down. Like we were talking at the beginning during mental health check-in. If you try to push the feelings away, they stay longer. Yeah. But if you just go, oh, it's up and down today and you don't right. judge yourself, then you're fine. Yeah. Yeah. So not step six is cock and uh, <laughs> step six is always cock. be flexible and trust the process. Now the flexibility will come in very handy for Nick when he's blowing guys because he will have to use flexibility of his neck. That's true. Men enjoy that very much. If you've seen on TikTok how Nick blows a bottle, you will understand he needs much flexibility. But so trust the process. Since we've already talked about the process now, much we hate it, we don't trust it. So I think we boiled this down to kind of know what you want, actually what feeling you want to get. Because Nick, you could arguably become not at all a success in a tangible form of podcasting or comedy, but still have a feeling of success. I truly feel that way. Hmm. What do you mean by that? Because you don't, no one wants really the million dollars. You want the feeling of having, <laughs> no, I'm right. I'm right. I am. Cause I really believe it. you want the feeling of having a million dollars. So what's the difference between a million dollars? It's security. You feel yeah. secure. Feeling like you know, you're going to be taken care of. So you, we are, Right. There's no way any of us is going to be homeless. I can always type. I always said I can always type. Yeah. Like Nick can always blow guys. I would pay. I would pay to see that. Yeah. Five dollars. Yeah. That's you it. It's coming to our Patreon in January. <laughs> yes. It's a top level tier. <laughs> that would be good, man. That's, that's true. a that's a money that's maker because we got some gay guys watching this that love him. It's true. <clears throat> five bucks a pop. I'm yeah. So five. <laughs> I know that's really not that. I could take my teeth out. It's one fifty. No, that's me. You want me, eye contact? I... It's two hundred. Oh my god! So I think you also. Don't want eye contact. Listen, this is going off the rails. But one last thing. Shut up, both these. I would like to say one last point is that I feel you both better start visualizing some feelings because I doubt you will ever make anything of yourselves. Okay. That's all. Glad we got there. But also, Nick, I want to say one thing, too. I'm not letting you off the hook very quickly because you said you deserve an awesome girl. Now, first of all, I don't think any of us deserves anything. True. Every one of us has a feeling of entitlement that we should get. We should get. Maybe you're meant to go through life alone and lonely and discover the lessons that come from all these women you've met that you've thrown to the side because I guarantee you have met awesome girls but you have shirked them because you have an emotional unavailability I am the same Bo just happened to be clingy and clinging onto his girlfriend yeah. like a fucking animal like a bear holds onto a fish that he just got out of the ocean so I feel like me and Nick have to work on our emotional availability because we have been thrown awesome people and we just push them to the side Great. <laughs> Good talk, son. Uh, Good talk. Great, great sketch ideas. Clams of Christmas past. Come to feed. It's over. Turn off. Remember, I love you both. You don't deserve you much. You're not entitled to anything. I don't know and, much. No. And <laughs> anything you get will definitely be because. You affiliated yourself with LL. This has been another very positive podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to come get some, come to our live shows December 9th, New Brunswick Stress Factory, and then December 12th, 
Bridgeport. Bridgeport. I actually do think you'll both be a success. But I'm just putting it <laughs> out there. I'm manifesting that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, what happened? What? No, this is this is the the week before. Yeah. No, it's the week after. This is the week of. Week of. That's week what I'm saying. It's coming out. Were we having a fucking fight on the air? <laughs> Keep guys? it in! Keep guys? it in! No. I love us. I don't like that so one. No, I like a heart. Us. No, I think you're both going to be successful and Nick's going to blow guys. Bye. Bye! Bye! Hey, thanks for listening to Losers with a Dream. We'll see you next week when you got more time to kill. I fucking hate these guys.